I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome back to Sounds from the Locker Room. We're going to empty out Matty Campbell's notebook from Tuesday's win over the Florida Panthers with quotes from Claude Giroux, Cal Pickard, Jordan Wheel, and Scott Lawton, plus the coaches' post-game press conference. I know you can't wait for that one. Coming off their first victory at the Wells Fargo Center since the final game of the regular season last year, Captain Claude Giroux, who scored a pair of goals on the evening, expressed both his relief in getting that first win in front of the home fans out of the way and still alluded to the fact that blowing a three-goal lead wasn't ideal. Uh, obviously, it's not the way we want to win their game at home, especially when we got a, a lead the way we had. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can build on this. And um, we got to be a tougher team to play at home. And I think first two periods was good. And then, I mean, third period was good too, but uh, we just got to be a little bit more solid. When asked about the message head coach Dave Haxtall was trying to send by pulling Brian Elliott for Cal Pickard in the third, Giroud made sure to state the message was to the rest of the team, not the number one goaltender. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a message to us, uh, not most. I mean, they had a lead and uh, they got two breakaways like that. Uh, I'm not too sure how it happened, but uh, I mean, obviously we're going to look at what we did and we're going to get better. Despite being outshot 12-5 in the first period and giving up a pair of goals in the lead in the third, Giroux stated he didn't think the effort in those periods was much different than in the second, where the Flyers scored five goals. Well, I didn't think we played that bad in the first and the third. Uh, I think the second was a really good period, uh, maybe our best period of all year. So, um, you know, for us, it's about getting better and building off this. So, uh, we'll see what we did. And I think that we're, we can build on, on, on this win. You know, we, uh, anytime you blow a lead like that, you're able to still get the win. It's huge, and um, uh, we stuck with it. G then commented on Jordan Wheel's game. Wheel scored his first of the season in regulation and potted the game winner in the shootout. Yeah, he played well. He, uh, he's very good on the puck. He, uh, on one-on-one battles, he... Uh, Hardly uh, loses a battle for, for his side. It's pretty impressive. and uh, He's a guy that works really hard on and off the ice. and uh, Good for him. Giroux was also asked about Cal Pickard's win in relief and an exchange they had on the ice following the victory. Yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll get along very well. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's a fun guy to be, uh, to be around. and When he plays, he, he battles. and Just the way he, uh, you know, he's... He's a little clown, so. Um, Did you say anything? It just was a, a look. To be honest, I don't even know. It just his face makes me laugh. So that's uh, good for him to. Uh, it's not easy to come in a, a game, especially late like that, and he's cold and uh, he battled. The captain wrapped up, answering about the importance of getting a few greasy goals following the shutout against Vegas, which saw Philly create plenty of scoring chances on which they were unable to convert. Yeah, I think when I think the last game we had some some really good chances, uh, chances that should have been in, and uh, you get a little frustrated, and um, you're trying to doubt, uh, you're trying to doubt yourself, and 
uh, I think we did a good job of just sticking with it and then we got a, we got a few tips and uh, a few dirty goals and uh, sometimes that's all you need. Cal, don't call me Calvin Pickard, earned the victory in relief of Brian Elliott, who was pulled after allowing four goals on 23 shots. Pickard saw only three shots in a little less than 20 minutes of game time, including overtime, before coming up big in the shootout. Pickard was asked about the challenge of coming into the game cold and having to step up when the opposition has the momentum. It's a challenge for sure, but uh, it's part of being the backup. Uh, you're in the lineup and you have to be ready when called upon. And, and, uh, Exactly that. Uh, they uh, got a couple chances right off the bat. Uh, you know, kind of gave up the lead, and then um, I don't know from that moment, moment forward, I thought we really took advantage of them and, and uh, you know, played our game, played well. Uh, it's nice to get rewarded in the shootout. Pickard, who was scored on once in three attempts during the skills competition, was asked about his previous record in shootouts and how he handled the Florida shooters. Listen closely for Giroux in the follow-up. I don't know, uh, a few I think, but uh, you don't see him uh, as much anymore with the three-on-three. -three and um, you got to be patient. There's a lot of good players out there. Um, but yeah, it's nice to uh, get a couple goals from our guys and, and uh, shut the door down. You guess or is it instinct? No, you can't guess. Or it's, uh, these guys will make it. And anytime you guess, you're, uh, you're going to get wins. So you got to be patient. Cal then answered whether or not he was surprised to be called upon in the third period. Um, I've seen uh, you know a lot of different goal goals and I you know, played for Patrick Ball in Colorado and uh, you know yeah we'd be on your toes um, at any time of the game so I kind of learned from that situation and, and uh, yeah they, you know, we have the lead and, and, and it's still a possibility so um, have to be ready and. and uh, Get the adrenaline pumping quick and get in there and get loose. The former Toronto Maple Leaf and Colorado Avalanche then answered a question from Charlie O'Connor on if it was a specific save or moment in his limited action that he felt locked in given his success in the shootout following little preparation time. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't get much work. I thought, uh, you know, there was a lot of rims coming in and I was, you know, making a lot of passes that kind of got me into it. And, um, you know, a couple of saves. Uh, from the outside, um, you know, it's tough. The first one was kind of a, a pull over drag at the, at the crossbar, and then the second one was a breakaway goal. So um, you kind of have to find your rhythm quick. Um, you know, there's no time to ease into it when it's 5-5, five, five, uh, 10 minutes left. So um, I had to find my rhythm. It's nice that uh, the boys played well. Hero of the night, Jordan Wheel is up next. Wheel was first asked about the move he used in the shootout and spoke at length about the advantage against wrong-handed netminders. Not every day you see the uh, opposite hand goaltender there, so um, I always wanted to be lefty. So thought I'd try something that only lefties can do on the regular guys. And Jake's move is so effective when he when he comes down with speed and just sneaks it under the uh, under the heel of the stick there. So uh, I thought I'd give it a try. And so that was Jake's move. You kind of borrow for the shootout. Uh, I've done it in the past, but uh, every time Jake does it, I, I love it. And, uh, you, it only works on a certain when you're coming down on, on the blocker side, so um, I thought I'd give it a go. I think most of the goals against Hutchinson were high tonight. What made you decide to go five or it's just the opposite hand? <laughs> uh, you don't see you don't see him very much, and uh, I always wish I was a lefty so I could do that move more often with the, the regular-handed goalies. But uh, you don't get many chances to do that, so it was. Uh, it was, it was Nice set of land. Did you get to practice that with Mason at all? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Did that help? I mean, um, even a ton of breakaways back then, but uh, I mean, I can't remember. It was a couple of years back now, but 
It's no matter what kind of goal it is, if they got that opposite hand, you, you got an opportunity there. And, uh, Jordan then answered if this was the best he's felt since he's joined the Flyers. <laughs> Not really, no. I think it was just an accumulation of, uh, of working throughout training camp, playing center, uh, getting getting a good chance in camp to, to show what I got. And, uh, played a couple games that weren't there in between, but it uh, uh, felt good to, to get back, uh, especially even accumulating from, from the Vegas game. I thought our line had a, had a solid game, and we just kept building off that in practice and then, and then today as well. The former L.A. King was then asked if he saw this as an extended opportunity to showcase why he should remain in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, we, we got a lot of depth, so I'm just trying to go out and uh, get an opportunity right now to play. So it's uh, when I feel like I can get opportunities to play, uh, uh, see what happens. On whether his success in this game can carry over, confidence-wise, to the future. Yeah, I think so. I think it's... For myself, I kind of gained confidence throughout a week of working in practice, making plays in practice, and it extends into games, and then it just keeps building. Um, for me, it's not just one thing that happens, and to kind of gain confidence, you know, it comes over time with, with repetition and, uh, and work ethic. There was a uh, there was a play in the third. Uh, you you were on the rush with with TK and you kind of froze the defense and then found TK on the side. He got a really good chance. Is that the kind of play? I know you, you talked about confidence. Is that, is that the kind of play where you know after you you score a goal, you're, you're productive in a game that you're maybe more willing to try that type of you know higher difficulty play because you're just feeling you're, you're feeling the puck, you're feeling the game. Uh, I think I think this year I've been making a lot of those plays in, in training camp and. and, and practices and stuff when we do five on five three on two drills uh, uh, it's just another year you're another year older another year experience and um, just trying to make plays to create offense and especially coming in the middle of the ice is spent so much time there and uh, I know how to find space and create time and space for yourself in, in the middle there and, and create create opportunities for my wingers so um, it's a good game tonight but uh, it's behind us we got to win and uh, we got to look forward to uh, Columbus here and get another 60-minute effort. Wheel then explained how it felt to get the first goal of the season out of the way. That was good. It was good. Uh, I think it was, again, it was just a bunch of hard work by our line. Uh, TK and Oscar, we, we've, we've been on the same page right now, getting pucks in, going to work, playing below the goal line, uh, feeding off each other. And I think... Uh, if we can continue to do that, we're going to continue to have some success and help the team win. Scott Lawton is our final player subject from Tuesday. Lots talked about the blown lead and what the team needs to do to be as successful as they were in the second period. Uh, I thought we sat back too much in the third and um, kind of let them get speed through through the neutral zone and um, they got a couple odd man rushes and, and uh, created uh, chances off of it. So, um, there was definitely spurts throughout the second where we played our hockey and uh, that's, uh, you see what happens. And, uh, we started getting on their defense and, and uh, getting pucks deep and things like that. So um, we continue to do that and uh, we'll be successful, but definitely need to clean up some stuff. On the reason for the slow starts, following a game in which the Flyers surrendered the first goal for the sixth time in six games. Uh, I don't have the answer for you. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, 
definitely a good good second by us. Like I said, um, we play that way. Uh, we're going to win a lot of hockey. Games. Kind of as a follow up on that, what like what changed in the second period? You guys really came out like gangbusters after kind of a lackluster. Start getting pucks deep. We don't turn them over at the at the line. We start coming together with speed, and uh, you see two guys on the puck creating turnovers and things like that. And um, after that, we make plays. And uh, I thought we did it in spurts, but then uh, we get at the blue line, and, and we're trying to make too many plays, and um, they're coming back down on us. Lawton then commented on Jordan Wheel's game. Yeah, he was good tonight. Uh, wins a lot of puck battles, uh, creates space for himself, and um, got rewarded tonight. And uh, that's huge for him, and, um, his confidence and things like that to, to get back uh, in the lineup and, and uh, do what he does. And uh, he's a really talented player. I've seen him in the minors, and um, got to keep rolling. How important are greasy goals, especially after a standout performance like Marc-Andre Fleury's in the previous game? Yeah, um, you get to the front of the net. I think we've been preaching that from camp, and um, the goalies are too good nowadays to, to let them see it and things like that from the point. So um, it was a good uh, job by, by our forwards, and Sandy make a good play to, to simmer back door there, and um, just got to continue to do that. We finish up this edition of Sounds from the Locker Room, as I always do, with Dave Haxtell's post-game press conference. I take every opportunity I can to rip the head coach, but I gotta say, his decision-making in the third period gave the Flyers a chance to win the game, and they did. We didn't play the right way in the first 10 minutes of the third period. We gave up two breakaways and, and one grade-A chance from the slot, and that's all it takes. You know, uh, to, to our players' credit, they, they regained some composure uh, in the last 10 minutes of the third, um, and, uh, you know, we got going again. So, uh, thought process and to, to start of the third period, when you give up two breakaways and, you know, on the chance that, uh, that Ekblad had coming down the slot uh, at 5-4, that's, uh, you know, that's not thinking the right way. I don't, I don't know how much you know how much that has to do with it. You can ask the players that. Um, I think it's more so just a reset on the bench, and and that's you know a big part of the message is reset here, fellas. Get going and you know get going the right direction. But did that not quite take effect, and that's why you called the timeout as well. Oh yeah, it went five. I mean, we gave up we gave up the you know the, the good chance that went off the crossbar, and then another breakaway uh, right away, and that's. You know, and that's that's our top two, you know, top two guys on the back end. Um, you know, and that just, you know, not being critical necessarily of them, but that tells me the, you know, the line of thinking is right now, right at that point in time, is not the right way. You know, um, you know, you can go back and take a look at all three of those plays, and you know, none of them are, you know, we didn't make it real hard to come up with those opportunities. So it was, you know what. Uh, you know, at that point in time, uh, you, know, you got to get it turned around. And like I said, real good, you know, real, real credit to our, you know, to our guys. It's kind of a crazy game. We were okay in the first, not very good in the first ten minutes. Better as the first went on. Uh, you know, we, we had them back on their heels, and we did a lot of really good things in the second. Um, and then, you know, the thirds, you know, a little bit of a tale of two different stories as well. So, kind of a crazy game. There's, I guess, the positives out of it are we were able to. Regain some composure. We we're able to win in a shootout, um, and we'll, you know those are those are real positives to get the two points. The decision to switch up your lines, put Lawton with Roth and Simmons, yeah. obviously paid dividends right away. What, what were you trying to, to gain by you know reworking the lines? 
during that period. I thought we need a little bit more from Mish in that situation, and I, you know, um, and you can't you can't wait and hope. So, um, you know, we talked about it. We thought there was a um, you know a legitimate you know switch there to be made that uh, that could give us a boost, and those three guys you know went out and did a good job, and you know that gives that gives Mish he's he's a young guy. He's got a lot of things to learn, and uh, you know, it takes a little bit of pressure on him, off of him, excuse me, to go and play on the left wing, you know, lesser minutes, um, but still allows him to keep learning and, and you know, pushing forward. What's your view of Simmons jumping in with Beckett? I mean, obviously Beckett has just trying to get something going. He's going out to have it. I think it's great. Absolutely, I'm okay with that. Yep, we've seen. Absolutely. That's hockey. That's hockey. That's team building. That's, you know, we've had a little bit of it here and there over the last two, three games, and that was a situation. That's our, that's our own building. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll take the extra two minutes. You know, we should kill that, but we didn't. But we'll, we'll, we'll take that situation every time. Simmer did the right thing. But I'm more talking about the 10 minutes. Well, I mean, you can't, you know, you don't go into those scrums thinking of all the different scenarios. You're either going in or you're not going in, and you made the right decision going in. Ron has talked about Jordan Wheeler being a guy that can very much get inside of his own head. Did he need a game like tonight, or do you think his confidence was there regardless? I think he had that game uh, two nights ago where, you know, he felt good. He didn't have, you know, he didn't have the numbers to show for it uh, like he did tonight, but that game came Saturday afternoon. He played very well. His line played very well. And the challenge for him was to come out and do that again tonight. And, and that line did exactly that. They went out and they, they played a hell of a game. And Jordan, you know, to you know, give him a lot of credit. I, you know, I, I believe he played really well tonight. Um, not just offensively, because there's some numbers behind his name. But I thought, you know, he was he was good in the uh, in the faceoff dot in our defensive zone. He knew what he was doing. If he won a draw, lost a draw, and I th you know, and through through the game, his coverage was good. So. Pretty complete game. Were you glad as that game was and not a whole lot of defense for, for either side? How do you think Christian played his first game in a while? Really solid, steady game for Christian. Um, you know, he uh, wasn't a whole, didn't take him a whole lot of time to work into the game. I think he, you know, he had one icing early in the first period. Um, but honestly, on that play, it was the right play. He didn't have anything else, so he made a hard, simple play, and we, you know, we get a chance to reset on the faceoff, uh, and then, you know, from there on in, uh, his his game was really simple. Um, you know, he played uh, played well, solid defensively with good gaps, uh, and, and did a good job with the first pass, and that's what we want out of him. Because it was a guy who's an alternate captain, how difficult was it to sit back? And, and that's it's always a tough situation. Uh, but there's, you know, there's, uh, there's good reasons. There's, there's things in Max' game that, uh, you know, that he knows and we know that, uh, you know, that he can work at. He's, he's a huge part of our team and he's going to be a big part of our lineup. So, uh, don't make too much of it. It was the right thing for, for our team tonight, and, uh, um, you know, that's why Christian went in. Are some of those things related? I, I can't really answer that. You know, I, when you when you miss training camp, it's tough. Uh, I'll say that. Um, any player that's you know that's missed training camp, uh, I'm sure could could tell you it's um, it's hard to catch up. Uh, you know, in, in a hurry. 
and uh, you know that's for me that's a big part of it. Dave, going back, to, going back to Jordan real quick. Yeah. Uh, when you make the decision to use him in the shootout, is that decision based on how the game is going, or is that something that you kind of have thought out in advance? Now? A little bit of both. Uh, if you remember, Jordan had a great stretch for us um, last year, where you know he, he was our our first shooter and he was really effective and then he went cold um, you know he struggled a little bit um, after that uh, so he, he was a guy that uh, coming into the game was in my top four and then as the game goes on uh, you know we made the final decision I knew I knew who one and two were gonna be coming into tonight and then you know like I said I had a top four and he was in that top four and uh, it was a you know, it seemed like an obvious decision to me as we got to that number three spot. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.